And we're live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 144 of Fans of Power. I am Joe Amato, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Tyler T-Rex Baker. And, uh, well, T-Rex, I've been babbling a couple weeks that I, I'm going to get rid of this old mask that I'm holding right here because it's just, it's wore out and everything. So uh, I wanted to make a new one. I was going to make a new one, but my template is on my one memory card that I just can't find right now. So I had to do, for now, just a temporary <laughs> replacement of the other module lockhead. So this is what I'm going to have just for tonight. But I just want to let you know, my God, this thing's hot because it's a, a thicker kind of construction that I had. His little earbuds are popping up so high that it's shoving up my thing for my mask. But yeah, the old one, I was going to make a new one of this. But so just for tonight, I have this one night only until I can get my memory card and find it. So you're going to be uncomfortable. Now, I mean, it looks great, but you're going to sit uncomfortable the entire time. There might be a point during this podcast where I might take this off and put on the old one. Because, yeah, this is just, it didn't work like exactly. Well, why, why, why are we even discussing this? Why don't you put the old one on then and just don't worry about it? Well, I was hoping this would work. I was like, dang it, I finally got the but other one. But if you're already saying it's hot already, we had not gotten started. You're not going to make it. I probably won't. So I'm going to probably change it a couple minutes. But first, let me acknowledge we got Adam Gabbert here. We got Kendall Winks. We got, uh, hold on, let me keep scrolling. We got Zentron. We got Zen Brown. We got JSP. We have, uh, I, I, I think, scroll uh, back up. Hold on a second. Yeah, we got JSP. And, uh, yeah, and Fedmon. So thank you all for joining. Oh, and Eric Amen. But, yes, while Tyler is going to talk to you guys for a couple seconds, Good God, I gotta take this off. I can't I can't handle it no more. So yeah, I'm gonna go off camera, off screen in a second. So go ahead, Tyler. All right, guys. Well, uh tonight we will be talking Fisto. Uh we'll be revisiting that character because it's been probably since our first year, early, early episodes where we discussed Fisto. So we're gonna revisit that character tonight. And the uh Star Comics Garden of Evil issue number three, uh from the Star uh, Comics He-Man series. We'll cover that. I've got a unsolved mystery to throw out to everybody uh, this evening, and I'll and for me and Joe to talk about as well. Um, and I'm gonna push this. Well, and now Joe's back now, so I want. Sweet I'll wait Jesus! Till... Oh my God! I don't even want to show you the other side of this mask. I can't believe within that three minutes that I was talking, just the sweat was just. Oh my God! Whew. Well, I tried, people. I wanted to try something different, but this sure the hell didn't work. So I'm back. With the old mask, but what the heck? Here we go. All, all that hype, and I'm sure Joe in his mind, he's expecting all this fanfare and lots of uh, confetti thrown up and stuff, and it just bombs <laughs> out like a small dying rat. You know what I should have did? I should have just did that just like I did this mask and just had the just plain one layer, but I double layered that and I had a, a harder cardstock in the back. And I think, yeah, that created way too much heat. So, yeah, because this is just one thin layer that I have right here. So, and what the hell? And Grimbot's here. Yeah, yeah, it's my real face Grimbot. So, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. And oh, what did you think, Tyler, earlier? I posted a picture of uh, He-Man by a burrito. You get a kick out of that? Did you like that post? Oh, yeah, especially how, how much enthusiasm <laughs> and excitement and acknowledgement you got over posting He-Man with the Monterey burrito. Yeah, because and you can tell it everybody. Makes me so damn sick that you, you all you got to do is take a human figure and stick it next up next to like a fossilized piece of cat shit, and you're like, "Hey guys, check out this!" And they're like, "Whoa, what is that, man?" I, I'm I, I'm just I'm, I'm flabbergasted. How do you do it, man? Because uh, it, it's just 
You know what? You really ought. I mean, I know you've done the fruit, and we may, we've suggested that you know you can put up a foam peanut that looks like stinker or something like that, and you'll get. It. But just for fun, I would love to see if you could get away with doing something just absolutely ridiculous and obscene, just to see, just just as like an experiment. If you could take, hell, I don't know. The I I mean, you can come up with it. Uh, whether it's a, a, an old doorknob. And Extendar. Hey, guys, I mean, do you guys see the comparison between these two things? And just to see how much damn acknowledgement and comments and likes and shares you'll get over a doorknob and Extendar. (laughs) No, what happened was, what this stemmed from was, uh, we were doing uh, Beyond Retro earlier, and I talked about, uh, I was like, I'm going to go get a dollar burrito at the Dollar Tree. And I said, I'm going to post a picture. And said, oh, and Tyler said, oh, sure. And of course, everybody's going to like the picture. Well, trust me, if I just posted just the burrito by itself, nobody would care. So just for the fun of it, I put He-Man by it. I did a little catchphrase just to drive Tyler nuts when people were like it. He said, oh, my God. You know, because he's like, yeah, you put up crap and people are going to like it. That's the only reason. But no, I can't just put up a, a burrito and people's going to go nuts for it. So I, I tried to jazz it up, put He-Man with it. I thought I'd make it interesting. Yeah, that ain't jazz it up. It's just, oh, grab this. I mean, hell, you could have. You could have taken any damn thing. You could have taken the Stratos right here. Put it all right next to a pair. Like, oh wow, man! I've never seen that before. Where did you get that? <laughs> what the tour. So that—that's where that little stem, uh, that thing uh, stemmed from. But no, I was also going to show something for uh, somebody. It was going to be a, a reveal just for a, a certain person that'd be watching tonight, and it was going to be of a figure. I'm not going to say what the figure is or what the uh, the name of it is. Is it, is it but, Molecular from Silverhawks? Uh, no, no, it wasn't, but... Is it Jack from Bionic 6? It, it, no, it's none of these. But because, I, like I said, the memory card that also has my original mask has all my templates, I couldn't print out his card back to put it on, so I'm not going to show it tonight because I don't have that. I'm still going to show him, of course, tomorrow if I just find the damn memory card, but I was sitting there scrambling. That's what was taking me time before I got started, too. I'm scrambling, where the hell is this memory card? Because I wanted to try to get this mask back, and then it backfired with that. But, well, that's that nonsense, but... um. Uh, anyways, we got a couple things we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking. Oh, I, something I wanted to show to you real quick. Yeah, this old buddy arrived this week. Oh yeah. Oh God, I just, I just left him sitting out because I am like I got to re- rearrange the entire shelf to make room for Stridor. But if you he haven't gotten great. him yet, what's that? He looks great. Show him close oh, up. Oh my God! Too. I mean, he's. I mean, just the—I mean, it's just like Night Stalker, but just being able to play with the 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 neck there and moving around the 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 legs, just all just multi-jointed and everything. I mean, he's he's a work of art. I mean, I, I can't stress this enough. So if you haven't gotten him yet and you're anxiously awaiting, it's well worth the wait because I I got mine on Monday. I got no notification about it. I saw all these people on Facebook sharing, "Hey, I got my shirt." I'm like, I haven't got any notification. Hell, I bought this like immediately when it went up for pre-order. So. But I finally got it. It was well worth the wait, and um, I'm probably I'm not sure how I'm going to display them on the on the heroic warrior shelf. But uh, how is the quality compared to Night Stalker? Does it feel like it's the same plastic? You know, exact or same what? thing. It okay. like it's the exact same thing. Yeah, it, it's uh, not heavy, pretty light, articulated. Is that a guns. rubbery mask for his uh, head? Is it rubber or what is that like? Yeah, it's a hard plastic. Oh, hard plastic. Okay, yeah, hard plastic. I'm not using this thing. You know this. 
this would have been worked more if you got two and you're going to make it like a 2000X style Strider. I figure that's kind of what he would have been wearing with something like this. Okay. I ain't using that because this is my Strider here. So, um, tail. You know, Fisto on him on the screen or what? You're going to put Fisto on this? I, I thought about that, but then again, too, I might put Hero on there. Hero? You might be, you might be wondering why. I actually am. I figured that was bait, but what, what would you put Hero on Strider? Well, according to uh, the the stores that me and Axel put together here, oh, Strider okay. would have been the steed for Hero in the oh, Hero okay. series. So, so this is more thing. to stroke. This is stroking your ego even more. When I always say you're an egomaniac, that's what this is probably. Pretty much. So it's either going to be Fisto or Hero, even though that Hero looks nothing like uh, Axel's design of Hero. But just to kind of, uh, you know, bide my time until. Uh, that, that uh, visual design is, is picked up by Super 7. They decide, by God, this design just beats the hell out of what was released before. We've got to make it happen. So, yeah, that, that will happen someday. Oh, yes, yes. But, I'm uh, sure, Joe. Uh, yeah, I think especially, with, especially with that sarcastic tone you just fed me there. Just just a taste of it. But no, and remember, next week at PowerCon, they also said Super 7 is going to pop up with some announcements of some new figures that they're going to be showing or something. Is that what I heard? I believe. I didn't see that. that. That's news to me, but I figured they would be. I figured, you know, collector's choice would be uh, on display, like the, the four figures that we were sp probably supposed to get in San Diego. So that and whatever Mattel has in the pipeline, which hopefully is not more He-Man Skeletor variants. Um, and I'm not assuming, see, it was quickly when I read it, and hopefully if there's somebody in the chat room that can correct me, but I don't think that they're showing, like, exclusives, like, to PowerCon beyond what we already knew. I don't think they're popping yeah. up stuff. I think it's revealing stuff. Yeah, I reveals think. is what I mean by that. I don't, I don't, I'm not implying that, you know, if you go to PowerCon, you'll have access to Mattel exclusive. No, no, no. Just, you know, when they, they said they've been testing the waters and all that stuff, you kind of feel like they're, wanting to get into the game in, so, it's in some form or fashion. So I'm hoping they have something legitimate and has put meat on the bone and not just another generic He-Man Skeletor release of some kind. Where it's not, nothing that's not going to make everyone's jaws drop. You know, you kind of feel like if Mattel's going to get back into this, you kind of expect something a little epic. But um, Now, is oh, there the anything that you're hoping... That's what I was going to say. Do you have any hopes? Are there any wants that you'd like to see in a collector's choice? Maybe if Super 7 shows some great stuff, things that you would really hope to see there? At this point, I'd be happy with kind of whatever. Uh, more, I'd love to see uh, KO and uh, Nocturna and Visar and uh, Lizor and Hoove done. Uh, more Filmation villains, you know, like Negator and the Nerves, Azrog and of course. But uh, at this point, I'm I'm just gonna be happy with whatever's revealed because I, I've gotten so I mean we've gotten I've gotten so many characters that I'm absolutely thrilled to have. I'm not banking on the the, the movie rights because of the way they continue to emphasize that it's just a big to do with the guy who owns the rights for that. I'm not expecting that at all. So I'm just hoping for um, just more cool one shot villains or. Uh, Somebody characters. from a mini comic, maybe too. Someone maybe from a mini. I mean, like we get Prince Daycon. Like I'd love to have Prince Daycon added in the collection. Characters well, like that. Characters yeah, or that any Garn, and whether it's Native yeah, American oh, yeah, or, African, or both. I'd love both Garns. That'd be awesome. I, I, I would buy the sub, especially both Garns, the Native American Garn and the Afri African American Garn. So, and have and throw Prince Daycon in there, and then throw in uh, ah, throw in an Azrog. 
But, uh, <laughs> you have to always I, put Hasrock, don't you? I, I, I just, I, but it's, it's like with the podcast. If I don't continue to mention Hasrock, it's gonna, he's gonna continue to fall into even more obscurity with He-Man fans. So, you want to hear something so, interesting for a, a two-pack? We just had Penny Dreadful the Thirteenth join us in the chat room. And well, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. And yeah, she, just, she mentioned, she said. They're revealing the Crackers of the Clown and Chef Allen two-pack for classics. Son of a <laughs> bitch. Son of a bitch. How about that? One of those could be really I'm damn sure she's cool. just saying that because she's got a sandy vagina right now. She's always <laughs> saying that because she's feeling a little irritated. So, you know, I forgive you. I know you don't mean that, Penny. Now, now, one of them, of course, I know she really wants, and you know, which is Chef Allen, which I actually would think is would be cool. But I tell you, Crackers is that one that... Oh my God! People just—they love to hate him, but you know it's amusing because it makes you wonder what could he look like as a figure. I don't want to know what he looks like. I don't want to know that my money is going to pay for that. Oh, see, look what you did, Penny. You just done drove him crazy. Now he's thinking, God, what if they did? What if somehow? Because if if you and her both start supporting this, we're going to do it because they all think it's funny and not not necessarily. We're going to make it happen. Like. No, yeah, and it's just it's just like when the DVD release came out and, and Quest for Heman came out because people thought it was funny to throw in an episode with Plundor in it. You're like, no, it ain't funny. We're going to start a campaign, yeah. and then it's going to happen. It's going to drive you absolutely insane. You're going to hate us forever just for making this happen. All right, I'll tell you what, Penny. If, uh, if, you, if you're pushing for crackers, I expect Azrog. You throw out Azrog, I'll shut up. But <laughs> until that happens, I, I, I will be carrying a torch to, to be anti-crackers. I, I want no, I want, I want no crackers. I don't want any nope. crackers. Nope. No, no crackers. For crackers. No crackers. <laughs> now, now the other thing is now Super Seven have, if I'm not mistaken, they have not done a new Adventures figure yet, have they? Or am I wrong? Yeah, they did Quake. Oh, Quake. See, okay, good. I was wrong. I'm glad I'm wrong because I was thinking it just didn't seem like I've been hearing much interest for new Adventures figures, which are so many great. Well, it's never make. the case because you've always got you know the smart asses going. Oh, I hate new Adventures, you know, and you just. Oh, oh yeah, I think yeah, Sagittar, I man. Sagittar just I still said would look so epic, just the massiveness if they can make that figure, how bad he would be. Of course, he's one of the most extreme cases because you think that would take a lot of different new tooling to make that doubled kind of body, the bend over feature. It's like, would they think it's worth it? I sure think it would be, because he'd be a big beast, but I just don't know if there could be enough support unless somebody can give a good visual. Like so sometimes it takes like somebody like Axel or somebody to do a visual design of Sagittar as a figure. Then people might think, you know what? Damn, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. And I think that's something else we need too is, you know, we got, uh, you know, someone like Axel to do interpretations of, of characters that are not, not necessarily as known well, or if you, if you put them in a, in a, uh, uh, a really um, impactful visual, then people are more inclined to flock to it. But if you just mention sure. st- characters like that by name, they immediately just want to pull down their pants and drop a nice soft serve swirl all over it because they just think, oh, yeah, because that's what everyone else says. Or No, and it know, usually you- happens. You're right. It takes scene visuals to make you think that, you know, to get a different opinion because sometimes you're just envisioning them from what you picture as either a toy, their appearance in a cartoon, so you think, you know, converting into a figure wouldn't work. But as you've seen, as we've seen for so many years, Classics is universally using the same design. So they would come and they'd fit in right with the rest of the figures, just like everything else you thought wouldn't work that did work. Plus, not to mention, like, Slamurai, who we have not gotten yet, and the, the Snake Men Horde Troopers. I, I, I still say, that, and we mentioned this a few episodes ago, 
I want to see those made too. We were supposed to get those in the original line, so we've got the other three. Let's wrap it up, make these those two part of the of the four that we're going to get, and then throw in a Prince Daycon or Chef Allen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you only, that. only because, only because I say that. All right, you know what? She said you'd have the sandiest one of them all if they did make Crackers the Clown, though, so she just had to let you know. Oh, oh ha- absolutely. It would be like a bulldozer dumped right in the mesh right there. I mean, I, just, it would, I would never be able to get it out. Yeah, if, if, some, Cracker, you know, if Crackers the Clown is greenlit, it's, uh, and I, I'm sure Daniel would just be walking around just shucking and jiving at Power Con the whole time and yep. just taking pictures, like getting, doing photo ops. Here, everyone come up. We're going to take pictures with Crackers the Clown and we're going to flood social media with it. And Tyler. In every yeah. single one of those damn pictures. Hashtag Tyler Baker, exactly. Well, hey, and there's some lovers here of New Adventures. You guys enter on saying love New Adventures. Kendall's Winks blog said, saw the first episode of New Adventures, thought it would look good. So, I mean, there's people that really do still love and support it. And also, I was going to say really quick, JSP did mention something. We never did bring this up here, but he said, did any of you guys see that Club Grayskull dungeon rug that they showed? You know, yeah. back? And, and it does look great, but I mean, again, just for me, and it's a lot of money. What did they say? 190 or I it was a it, lot of like, it's a lot of money for a rug. It looks really cool, but if you got the money though, you want yeah, to yeah, sure. yeah, just like with everybody else. I, I I if you got the money, God, I wish I, I, I had it too. So I, I would love to buy that, but you know, I mean I it, when classics come out, you get my money immediately, like without without question. So that's what I that, that has become my priority with my He-Man collecting now. Everything else it's I'm pretty much settled with what I've got right now. I'm only interested in, in expanding on classics. Um, and that's really about it at this point. I'm not too interested. Unless something comes along where it's it's affordable and it's quite eye-popping. Uh, I'm just, I just can't get myself because I've got so much stuff in here. i got so much stuff in storage. So classics is what they're going to continue to get my money for right now at yeah. this point. You know, they so. do have, like you said, there's many great things. And, uh, also, J.D. Gibson joined us and said, you guys get Stridor. And J.D., I didn't know if you've seen earlier, but that's what Tyler showed. He got his Stridor. Great. Uh, go ahead. Yep, he's right here. So he definitely got his. All his glory. Yeah, and it looks, yeah, definitely looks awesome. And Motu fan number one, thank you for joining us. And, uh, and okay, well, the person, like I said, I was didn't want to say the name, but Adam Gabbert's in the chat room because I told him I was going to show him his Trevor card. But, Adam, it's what I said earlier. I don't even have my my memory card to print out a new mask. My memory card is what has all my templates for cards. So I got to find memory card. Then I can print out, and I'll probably just do it on Facebook because I told him I was going to do it here, but I couldn't. So can't find my memory card right now. It's here in the house, but I was through a little hustle and bustle mess. But nobody With Penny being in there, too, I was, uh, ask her, does she happen to know, is there um... – does she know if, if any kind of is she? From, I'm not asking her to spill the beans, but I'm just curious: is she aware of anything you know, like plan wise that's going on at PowerCon? Well, I'm sure since she just heard that, she'll probably answer, and I'm sure she probably will know, but I'm sure she won't spoil. But I'm not asking her to spoil it, but just because you know, every time PowerCon comes along, I'm always you're, you're all I'm always like standing you waiting for reveals to pop up or some sort of big yeah. news or something. Like Could that. you imagine so, if she did something and then I'd have to do this? Because you know how I'm always like covering my eyes for reveals. Like, no, she put a reveal and I'm blocking the chat. She's can't. not gonna do that. She, her, <laughs> no, I don't. Val, Val and her would be butting heads. You're like, well, no, exactly. Right all week. So yeah, she's oh, gonna post. Oh, She'll probably just post it like, yes, the meteors have been announced. They're all being released. No, <laughs> wouldn't that have been something? 
But it ain't gonna that, that, now, how about breaking news? That now that would be some breaking news, right? That would be different. But yes, Penny. If uh, you get a chance, please tell Axel I said hello in person. <laughs> Since I can't seem to, I can't seem to get him uh, uh, on the podcast or in any kind of like uh, verbal communication. It's all through text. So I need someone to relay that message for me, sweetheart. So by the way. We got to get her back on here too. It's been too long since we've had her on Fans of Power. Yeah, we'll get her on if she wants. We'll see if we can, she might want to join us. Not this next. I mean, not next. Yeah, week, maybe after week. Week. PowerCon. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like that, yeah, yep. yeah. The week after PowerCon, she wants to join us. That's what I was just going to say. Um, she just says, "Sorry to let you down, but I honestly don't know." She said, "I'll be just as surprised as you." She says, "But if they reveal the meteors, Joe has to remove his mask at last." Um, ah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'll I just. Think re- it's a fair trade-off. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't that Let be me something? Ask you that. If they did reveal meteors, would you get the sub? Uh, so oh, I just well, I don't know if I have the money to. But I mean, do wait? Do they could they sell them separate, or or you'd have to get the sub? I'm, oh, I'm saying whatever they would do. I'm saying if meteors are brought up, like to buy one as a separate item, like like with Stridor or something like that, or they're part of the sub, like. Four figures and a meteor, whatever the case may be. If a meteor or meteorbs is announced, would Joe Motto break, well, break I, the guys what? and and find a way to fork over the cash to pay to get that meteor? Well, I have been waiting so long for him. I'd have to somehow do it. Yeah, I would go back to the days of what I told you. I'd sit there and I wouldn't get them special like a uh, Big Macs on Fridays. I would just stick to my my uh, noodles that I get, my ramen noodles, and I'd save all the pennies and dollars. And yeah, I'd have to try it. I would have to do that. I, I love how like like Penny remembers you doing that stuff on old podcasts like back in the day. Like she remembers. So you many doing people your... love me. For, they'd actually would message me like, "Man, Joe, I never thought of that." And they did it because after I said it, so hey, I was just trying to help people out like me that maybe you know just wanted to pinch some pennies and you know save some dollars. Uh, I just remember like, just being just spotty. Like, who the hell is this this douchebag telling me, you know, how to how to manage my money? It's like, look, man, I'm working a full time job here. I'm doing the best I can, and I'm yeah. not going to sit there cut this and cut out that and and eat out of a bucket for a week because Joe Mano suggested here. Right. So, but no, it, it, I, here I am podcasting with you all these years later. Exactly. It's like I hate this guy. This guy sounds like a moron and a, sh- a schmuck and a know-it-all. And hey, Joe, I, I like you, man. You, yeah, maybe we'll do a podcast together. But like, that was that was really the only time I kind of felt like, who is this guy? I was like Ric Flair. Who is this guy? Yeah. All like, the other times I'd hear Joe on the podcast, I always enjoyed what he had said because he's bringing more meat to the bone of, uh, you know, like when he was doing like the comic podcast and. uh I was trying to think one of the others. There was there was a podcast that Joe used to do back where they talked about almost like character bios almost. And Joe well, was council, pushing. Council the first one. To, uh, no, that was the first it wasn't that. It, it Global wasn't Masters? That. Global no, Masters. No, it wasn't that one. No. Because I was all on that one with you. Uh, Whispers in the Woods? I think that was the, the one that would we would do maybe twice a year, I think. No, no, it wasn't that one. Well, the other one was just our uh, – Masters the the comic cast uh, you know that was that's it, it. I, maybe it was the comic cast I guess okay. that's what you can getting confused with but when I would hear Joe any of those podcasts I always enjoyed what Joe had to say and hell I remember too when uh since Penny's on here it works out all right there was an episode of Roche Google and they were talking about I think Scott Notley was on or something like that and they were talking about the meteors and I remember Penny mentioned you by name which I thought like okay clearly this Joe Amato guy is reaching out. It took quite a distance if, if he's being brought up by one of the flagship stars of, of Rose Google. So I, I thought, man, 
It's like this Joe Amato, man. It's like he's being mentioned on here. Like this is this guy's a, kind of a, a big deal here because they're. She was like, "Oh, Joe Amato would go crazy for the media." I'm like, "Man, what about me and Lizard Man? You know what people mentioned me about me and Lizard Man?" He's <laughs> like, oh, he's like, "Damn it, this sucks." But you know what's weird? I'll just tell you a quick story before we start getting into this. But it's actually about Tyler. Is when uh, you know, at first we became friends on Facebook and was doing Global Masters at the time. And I was like. And Tyler, you just, you got to get on the show, man. I said, you are so knowledgeable. I said, and trust me, when people start hearing you talk, people are just, like I said, they're going to just gravitate to you because you know so much. You're so knowledgeable. And that's why you did Global Masters. And then when we're doing Fans of Power, it's like, Tyler, you got to come up. You got to be the one. And I've always said that. I was like, I never met somebody so damn knowledgeable, enthusiastic, and passionate for Masters. You know, I know there's, trust me, all the people in the chat room probably just as much. I just meant... There was a way you spoke and you would type and I was like, I just, man, I feel like we can go back and forth because the thing is Tyler is more articulate and well-spoken with the way he says stuff and with his memory. Me, I sound like you've just injected me with, you know, a drug and I'm, I'm too hyper. So I'll ramble and I get too excited and I can't form a proper sentence at times because I get so excited. So it's like a balance. It's a balance of lunacy with me and then Tyler with his memory and being articulate and well-spoken compared to me. So it was just, it was a good combination, I thought. I never thought of myself as like too well-spoken with this stuff, but I, I certainly think that's, that's, that's certainly great to hear. I, I guess it's just kind of fun reminiscing for people too, like getting, getting, uh, answering that, that, that uh, kind of casting call for global. And then Joe wanted to, to speak with me in private just to like get his approval. I'm like, this is my chance, man. This is my chance to show, you know, what? all this quiet time to myself of being this He-Man fan and not being able to share it with anybody except Nathan and, and Matt Hilton. Nobody else knows about it. And now I've got like Mr. Mr. Joe Mauler, the meteor guy, the customizer everyone knows about is, is wanting to, sit in and hold his hold his pen and read my resume you know telling me like i left a couple no, numbers off my social security number oh gw you know did you pledge yes every morning, every morning. Every you know morning. so yeah that that was that was fun we had a a long conversation on skype i think about a week before we did global masters and we talked that's, for like over about an hour for, or so and tell about the days long ago but that's what's good because you know tyler always said he wasn't you know, like sometimes he wouldn't interact or engage with a lot of conversations because maybe it seemed like there was a lot of feedback. Just like with me, when I first got on Facebook, you know, I'd say something, nobody really paid attention. But I told him, I said, well, the more you start speaking with people, trust me, the more they're going to start responding back and forth and you guys can interact more. Just like every single person, like I said, even in the chat room. You know, there's a lot of you here that maybe you just didn't feel comfortable talking too much with people. But that's why I always encourage you, come into the chat room, talk with us, join, be part of the show. Because that's what I like seeing. I just like seeing the passion of the whole damn community. But... Like I said, I, I was just always glad, again, that I met you and that we teamed up for this podcast because, like I said, we can bounce back and forth with each other and bring two levels of you know excitement. It's almost at the same level, but from just different ways and perspectives. Yeah, I like to think so. I like to think that we're, uh, we're constantly injecting you know, energy and excitement for ideas and thoughts and characters that you know can so easily go by the wayside. And it's just more about you know, simplistic aspects of He-Man and like always wanting people to recognize you know, there's so much more to this people don't, it's not just a picture here and a picture there and stuff like that. It's getting people interested to do their own digging and to make them want to go to He-Man.org and research or do some Google search or go on YouTube, and watch all the He-Man commercials from the eighties and, a, 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 you know, get acquainted with 
just so many aspects and characters that you may not know that much about or tweak your point of view. You know, if all you like is the first four mini comics, well, there's a reason why we keep talking about Clash of Arms. So we want you want to encourage you to seek that out. Check out King of the Snake Men, Revenge of the Snake Men, Hordax mini comic, Grizzlers mini comic, so on and so forth. We we're not doing this, you know. We do all stuff for a reason. I'm sure at some point, because I I kind of feel like Joe likes to do it just to make me mad. He'll deliberately pick something that's not that good. Doesn't happen too I, often, but well, if see, anybody do. does it, it's always Joe. You're right. No, and I will because it's a thing. Along with how we discuss so many different things, from whether it's the toys, the movie, the cartoons, or or some book or something that didn't seem that great or a story it's because well here's the thing everybody that like you know like people again that are in the chat room i know everybody that's listening to us right now and watching not everybody cares for all the toys or the comics or the cartoons but i just hope that maybe they could enjoy hearing something different that maybe they really don't care too much about you know and they think you know hey that maybe wasn't that bad and i even do the same for even with us i figure Sometimes I will pick a stinker of one of those mini comics or a book where the story was just so bleh, subpar. But I figured, you know what? I still want to give some respect to everything that was made one way or another. And maybe we could find something good in it. And if we don't, hell, at least we covered it. You know, it's just I feel like we try to reach everything possible and hope that, you know, in one way or another, people get some kind of an enjoyment. Because, again, we don't expect them to. But if they do, what the hell? Okay, in, in that regard too, you know, I, I I carry a flag for characters that some people either don't know of or don't like or don't care of. Like New Adventures is one of those things, and I, I'm in full support of, of everybody getting what they want. You know, some people are after uh, a really obscure Shiva character. Some of them are after a really obscure mini comic character. You know, and I, I'm in support of everybody getting someone that. In your own personal mindset, in your own personal canon, you hold those those characters in a lot more higher regard than the rest of us might, you know. Because I certainly do that about characters like Clamp Champ and Lizard Man and things like that, and Penny and her Crackers the Clown. So, <laughs> well, she loves Chef Allen. Crackers, I think, was just I, a well, lot. <laughs> well, but there could so, be crackers, so crack, crackers. was just a lot of fire under my ass, and Chef Allen is a just kind of flag for. Ex- well, yeah, that's how I take it. But you know what? There's in. As much as we're saying it, there could be people that like crackers. I don't know many of them. And I've heard it mentioned before in various posts, and I just I just kind of like get it out of my face immediately. However, you know, I I, I would not be the, the fair, and I always want to be fair, except when it comes to King Grayskull, with, with fans and characters that they want. So if there is people who want a crackers the clown, I I want him to arrive for those fans. Just sure, like, sure. Yeah, and Chef Allen for our, 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 our wonderful Penny Dreadful and anybody else. I want Chef Allen to arrive for her and anybody else, just like I want Azrog and Spider. So I always want to be fair and encompassing to all that stuff, except yeah. for King Grayskull. No, but I know. Yeah, you have to stay for him, but no. You're I, right. that, that will never change. I will say that. I never thought I would ever say anything positive about Crackers the Clown and said, like, you know what? I take it back. If if he gets more released, more 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 power to the fans, and I will I will support it like I've supported everything else. However, I will never ever ever mark it on your calendar. Mark this day. You'll never show. I'll never show support for King Grayskull. I'll show support for Chef Allen, Crackers the Clown, the Star Child. You know, that's saying something because a lot of people yeah. hate Star Child too. Or- I hate Star Child with a passion. She's right there with King Grayskull, but just 
She's an obscure character in filmation that nobody likes. The chances of that character ever being created in plastic is, well, it ain't happening. But I, I will accept that before I accept the concept of King Grayskull. I would probably put Crackers the Clown right between Pennywise, you know, from the original and the new Pennywise, have all the clowns right together. I think Crackers would look pretty damn cool with the Pennywise. I'd put them right in it with the classics figures. Just a good, a different little setup right there. But it would throw off my uh, classics, so. Yeah, it would look terrible. But it'd be a good picture. You know me, photo op is used to click, take a picture, put it on Facebook. Yeah, and then he starts taking a picture of, like, uh, Crackers the Clown with a bag of Jack in the Box food, and he gets, like, a million comments and likes and shares and so yeah, it's, or, and hell, I mean, people are talking like, okay, first, uh, Zen Brown was saying that somebody needs to give you a tank top with the Clash Arms cover on it. So, yeah, yeah, really oh god, yeah, I loved it. I, I, uh, I, I, I like to shop and buy tank tops at, on Redbubble and stuff like that. And I've yet to come across something that has Clash of Arms on. If there was like a print or a, a, a panel from Clash of Arms, you damn right, I would buy that, put it on a tank top. That it, I mean, it actually would be cool. I mean, hell, you could take almost every cover of those vintage mini comics, put it on a damn. They do tank have, uh, they do have, uh, uh, the, some of the Wonder Bread card art is available on T-shirts on Redbubble, like Hordak, the Evil Horde, Eternity of Place, oh, Evelyn. Yeah, like the actual card art, you can get that on uh, tank tops, T-shirts. Whatever you want. You know, and I uh, thought those up. were also those same images. I thought that was like, you know, style guide stuff or something that I thought I seen on the org where they are. Yeah. They, yes, like the Aaron McCarthy style, style guide art. So at least like it too, got but... to make it to those Wonder Bread cards for those who never mm -hmm. got to see it. Because remember back then, you might not have seen it many places except right there, along with for the first time hearing some of the different bios for characters. That was the first time I ever seen anything about Rio Blast, was from the Wonder Bread card. I was like, Wait a second, they're talking about kind of where he came from. This wasn't even in the mini comics. So I like those. The Wonder Breads gave you the stuff that they had, but you really didn't, you know, in the United States, didn't really get to see anywhere else. Of course, years later, then you start seeing stuff that was in other parts of the world and you find about style guide things. So it's cool, you know? Yeah. But I uh, do have more tank tops coming, though. I'll have some new tank tops probably for ne next week's episode as well, too. So. All right, and you got it. Yeah, definitely show them. But Zentron said, "What do we think of Temple of Darkness mini comic?" Oh hell yeah, I love that too. I got awesome it. mini comic. Larry Houston's yeah. beautiful artwork. I, I had that one as a kid. I thought it was a good mini comic, man. Yeah, I almost feel like we're doing the early answer to the fans before we get into this stuff. But I, I mean, will I say that you want to do that next Sunday, like while PowerCon's going on, we can just devote that episode to do answering questions. Yeah, maybe we could next week. It'd be all about the fans. But I'm going to hit a couple more before we get into our topic. And sure, Penny go ahead. Penny said that she she said she'd love to see the three twig the three twiggets are actually her top one. Yeah, he said, and but she also said, but Slamurai, Shirella, Snake Trooper, and the Minix are all top ones for me. You know, this is going to show my inner er, ignorance. I don't know what the hell the Minix is. M I N O X. What the hell is that? Do you know what that is, Tyler? I don't or recognize the name. I don't recognize the name. I'm going to have to wait for it to pop up. And she said, and the Green Witch. And JSP, what you oh, of said. Of course she's going to say the Green Witch. Of course she's yes, going to say Yes, of course. Which it would be cool. JSP mentioned something that I actually would love. I like, unlike James Atak, who hates him, I love the Manchines, especially Little Ass mm. Relay. He's cool, but I'd love to see the others. But Relay, he is a must. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to have a Relay. Only yeah. as a pack-in. Don't give me Manchines as like a full release. Just It'll never happen. Out, you yeah. know. You know, Relay is the yeah. only one I see that could make it because he's so well known for being with Skeletor. But the other ones, no, they're probably nowhere in the history of this line or any line will they ever see the light of day, guaranteed. But uh, 
Uh, let me see. Zen Brown. You know Zen Brown? You bring up some good. He said, how about the silhouette of King... Uh, or, well, not King Grayskull. Or, well, King Grayskull from the original mini-comics. Well, that silhouette of the spirit of Grayskull, yes. Or did you mean the one sitting in the chair that was there, like, shadowed off? If that's yeah, what he's I talking think it's about. probably what he means. So, to me, that's not King Grayskull. That's just... Interesting, but it's it'd be more of a display thing which was spooky but uh yeah that's something uh that's different but yeah the king grayskull that tyler hates yeah i could i could see why especially when you're watching myp and i was thinking oh my god they're gonna talk about the past i'm gonna see hero i'm gonna see hero and i was like king grayskull wait what's this and what the hell is this shit yeah i was it's just, yeah it's, i was pretty livid yeah, especially after the hype when I was waiting all those years back then, knowing of Hero, and I was thinking it was going to happen. It didn't. I was like, "Hey, well. I knew who Hero was too." Don't act like you know, all because Joe had the, the little bit of luck that he got it. Uh, I seen him before you. Pins <clears throat> Pinsky's department store. I seen him before you at Elder Beerman. So <clears throat> there we go. Let me fix this imaginary tie I don't have. But uh, oh wait, Penny Penny said he's the cyborg Minotaur from the Italian comics. Damn, I was uh, Penny. Wait, I remember. I think I've seen a picture of him on like the on the polls that Heman.org has done, but I didn't. Hey, um, if you could pop that on Facebook on my wall, I'd appreciate. It. I'd yeah. love to see it, and then maybe others could see it as well. But I, oh knew hell, nothing. just what she described alone. All right, that deserves to be made. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Grimbot uh, said Fortin's King Hiss. That would be cool. Well, sure, Jesus. I mean, there's so many damn figures. I take any kind of figures. It looks like we're hitting them all right here. Let me see. What, uh, okay, well, you know what, shit, I mean, shoot, Fedmon said, what collection would you like to see Dark Horse produce next? Um, love to, love for them to tackle the kid stuff books with audio on CD and transcripts from the records only stories, or record only stories. Oh, no, Fedmon, that is a cool idea. I mean, I've always thought every golden from those, the kid stuff books, the, the, uh, the super adventure books, the hard ones, because I know the kid stuffs were different from golden, but all those would be awesome, and plus, how many people said they would love to get the UK comics put into a book because there's so many damn stories. I mean, that would have to come in multiple volumes because that's gigantic. I mean, Tyler, uh, have you ever held one or at least seen how many pages are just? No, I always assumed they were pretty big. Cause it's pretty gigantic. Big books. Yeah, so I mean, because there's three stories in each and God, I thought they made over 70 of those comic magazines. Oh, it would be, it would be massive. But yes, I think, Next up, maybe if they did something from Golden, all the Golden stuff and kids stuff books, maybe into one thing. And like you said, some kind of format or a, a, however you'd be able to hear the audio with some kind of thing. That would be pretty damn cool. I'm not too concerned about the whole audio stuff. I, I just assume just have the actual stories. It would be great one, to one hear them, though, for those who for those I mean, never I'm heard not, it. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's a cool thing, but that's something like I don't, I don't need to have the audio for that. But, you know, if they did it, yeah, that's, I think that's an awesome idea. But, um, um, God, I mean, maybe the Star Marvel comics. I think to have those all all in one big collection that would be kind of interesting to have. Um, It'd have to have more with it, you know, because there's since being only up to those. Well, I'd like to think that them. since James posted in uh, Serial Geek, it was like the first page of the issue fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, yeah. 14. If they were able to uncover the rest of that, I don't know if James has got it, but that would be well worth the price of just getting those 13 issues and the unreleased issue War and Peace. No, true. See, that's the thing. I I would love them all, but I just figured, you know, it's not enough. When they're doing this, they're going to have to do something bigger. So maybe along with that, 
Hell, put in all the comic stories from the U.S. magazines that many people don't remember. Yeah, you know, they I'd, I'd be cool with that, yeah. Yeah, just building it and beefing it up. But yes, I love all those because actually we're going to – well, hell, how about we go into that? We actually – we're going to talk about one of the star Marvel comics, which is issue three right here with the Garden of Evil. Now, this one, you know, I mean, just looking at – see, that's the thing. They didn't always have titles, so, you, you know, you'd open it. Some of them would say it. Some didn't. But I just always – assumed this was something called the slime pit until i was reading it yesterday after all these years i was like well that had a different title but i like this comic you know anytime i can see orko doing something to where it's not complete incompetence you know and not that he always acted like that i don't mean that by any means but the way him and adam were having this little back and forth beef it was something quite different something that i guarantee i don't think you ever would have seen in filmation there's a different tone to it and i think tyler knows what i mean and he'll probably you know expand upon that but i like this anytime you see the horde troopers was always a treat for me and for me and i don't know about you tyler but did they seem like they made them bigger like or was that a perspective angle but it looked like i thought they made them like they were supposed to be pretty much bigger than prince adam or you know just the normal sized you know yeah they draw looked like they were supposed to be a little bit more imposing you know um I mean, I, I'm think from a from a illustrating standpoint, you want to make your villains look a lot more threatening and making the horde troopers not look so average height because you watch them in filmation, they're the same height as as, as He Man and Shira. But uh, it, it makes sense, you know. And, and it, obviously, this this comes off as is an issue that's uh, pushing Mantisar, the Fright Zone, the Horde Troopers, and Hurricane Hordak, and the Slime Pit. All 86 releases that are horde related. I'm, I'm kind of surprised multi bot and Draxler didn't show up in it, but, um, but yeah, kept continuity didn't it? This, this like was kind of, it made reference of issue one about how Hordak was defeated by he, man. Mm -hmm. I like that they get, you know, kept a little continuity within this as well. Yeah. I mean, and most of these stories are pretty much kind of one shot stories and stuff like too. They're, they're just, they're fun, like product placement, comic books with simple stories. You know, they're not supposed to be, you know, in-depth, rich in details and character development, all that stuff. It's just, that's not what they're meant about. They're, they're meant for five-year-olds in the 80s who loved He-Man and Thundercats and Silverhawks and whatever. Um, so, but they're, they're, I, I will say this was probably uh, one of my least favorites. I just, just did... They had interesting, different things that were in it. Like, you know, like I said, this kind of weird back and forth with Adam and Orko almost trying to top each other. It's like, well, that was kind of different. Also, the thing with the sword that you, like, nobody could touch it. Uh, like, Hordak tried to touch it, and he couldn't. And then you, at one point when Orko is trying to save Adam from the slime pit, he's going to touch it, and you assume that Orko is like, oh, I'm going to get this so I can show how powerful I am, and I could be like he, man, which he had this vision of himself as like he, Orko, or something. And, and you've seen Adam, he couldn't really talk because the slime is covering his face, like, Orko, don't. But of course, Orko uses magic to levitate the sword over to Prince Adam, but I was almost under the understanding that, at least from this kind of canon or storytelling, that even if Orko would have touched it, that it would have rejected him, which I was like, well, that's quite different from, you know, what we've seen before and other kind of candidates from Orko on Filmation. It's like, he's grabbed that sword plenty of times, but I thought that was weird. It's it's a different take, but it's also kind of just interesting where they were trying to go with it in this comic. Uh, See, so what, what really kind of bothered me about it, and I know it's meant for kids, but I felt like there are certain things that 
I don't care if you're running for kids. Try to maintain that dynamic that's supposed to be maintained. I guess I get this lack of a better way of saying it. When, because when, and when the slime is covered in Prince Adam and the sword's given to, to Prince Adam and then He-Man bursts out of the slime right in front of Hordak and Hordak says, aha, I knew He-Man would be coming like... <laughs> Right. I just thought, all right, look, come on. I, 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 I that drove there's me just nuts. Some, there's just some stuff that I feel like you couldn't come up with anything else other than that. And did you notice a couple times, not only that, but even earlier when the Horde Troopers first showed up and Prince Adam kind of figured, okay, these guys are kind of clumsy and maybe a little oafish and maybe they wouldn't know. He was like, I'm going to transform into He-Man right in front of them. But of course, it didn't happen. And even though he did say the oath, he said, by the power of Grayskull. And then he tried to say, I have the, and got hit. I was like, well, you guys kind of messed up there too, because he, once he says by the power of Grayskull, he's already going to transform. And then when he's He-Man, he says, I have the power. So that was a weird little kind of goof i think in the writing but he was going to transform into the horde troopers which you know adam that, never that, that that i can forgive what you just said there because that happened in um uh, uh in the in an episode uh shadow of skeletor where where prince adam says by the power of and then he doesn't say grace gold but he's in the middle of it and it stops so that's why i feel like that i can forget but transforming right in front of hordak and he says aha you know i, oh, I just no, like yeah. okay oh, that, that's yeah, because I wouldn't want him to do it either way. Because like I said, even when he was going to try to do it in front of the Horde Troopers, I was like, well, I didn't like that. And then you're right. When he transformed right in front of Hordak, but then Hordak said, oh, I knew He-Man must have been around here and followed that purple magician, Orko, or whatever. And then he turns Cringer right in front of a Horde Trooper, and you figure everybody in the battle cat was like, and nobody's seen this either? It just it just seemed like they're doing stuff right in the open. Of not hiding the secret identity. Almost of. as if like they just don't care because they said we're writing this for kids. Kids don't know anything, and these comics take a lot of the liberties. A lot of times, the Star Comics, and a lot of them are pretty forgivable. But that one, I just kind of felt like I don't care if you decide you want to make Evelyn part of the Horde, or you're going to make uh, Skeletor is really the apprentice of King Hiss, or whatever the case may be. They take liberties and change stuff all the time. But to have a guy transform in front of your your lead villain and the villain just says ah he-man's here you know yeah. it just that really shows you know you just didn't care enough yeah, like Everything else, had, yeah if anything you're right maybe orko could have used a magic spell to cover up hordak's or face hordak leaves, leaves the cavern and says all right something. yeah something yeah. you just you know uh, everything's I, I just, just Right? Yeah, it was right in the open, which was kind of annoying, but like Grimbot said, the initial writer just didn't care much, so I mean, I, I guess that could have been a possibility. The thing is, yeah, it's just, it, the tone of it, even though like a lot of confusion, like I said, there's still tones of it that just seem so not, let's say, as friendly as filmation when you look at Orko and Adam normally. Because like I said, the way they're going back and forth at the beginning, first I thought it was nuts because Orko wants to show, okay, I'm going to battle you with my magic. And, of course, Adam's using his sword, and he's not He-Man. But I thought, well, damn, this is first a little aggressive. And then Adam was even coming across, you know, like like a prick at times, the way he would talk to Orko. And then later in this comic, there's a part where Hordak says something like, you know, next time we meet He-Man, one of us will be gone or be taken care of. It's like you felt like there was tones of death. Even though as goofy as the comic was, it seemed like there was just a lot of serious ways they talked, which was kind of strange, especially like you said, if it's kind of geared towards kids, it's like, man, they didn't really kitty it up. They confused it up, but yeah. 
it didn't pity it up. You know what I mean? Which I mean, I felt like for the most part, the the it's it's not really kiddied up. They just kind of feel like they're instructed to hey, look, make sure you include the cliff climber in this issue. Make sure you got clan champ and then Jordan this issue. And it's good to see the flying pit, yeah. I guess. If anything, I love the damn swine pit, of course. Well, I mean, it's cool because most it's pretty much devoted to the slime pit, the horde troopers, and <laughs> you know, Hordak, and you get a brief cameo of Mantisar. It's, it's a horde. It's a horde. Uh, um, toy commercial, so to speak. Oh, but it it's, was. Uh, no, you're but right. It's, I, yeah, I love the scene, Mandasaur. You're right. Yeah, and and I, but that's one of the things I do like about the Star Comics is that they are like they're they're toy advertisements. Pretty much every issue is where the first issue is pushing the horde, the second issue is pushing the meteors and the rock warriors. This issue is pushing that. Uh, issue eight or nine is pushing Ninja or Faker, Scareglow, Blast Attack. King Randor. That was, that was just a big bonanza there. I love that yeah, issue. And I love it. Oh yeah. man, when I first heard about that issue, like years and years and years, and oh my god, I have to get a hold of that issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just remember yeah. the excitement of going to 7-Eleven. I told you that's where I got my comic for the first, you know, issue one. And then that's where I got all the rest with 7-Eleven. I was like, oh man, I can't wait next month to ride my bike to 7-Eleven. It was like three miles from where I live. Boy, I felt like I was king of the world going that far. But no, you're right. They, they were basically advertisements so much so that another kind of cool thing, like I said, within some of the weird parts of the story, but I also like when Hordak unleashed his hurricane Hordak yeah. and he was creating a hurricane. I was like, well, that was cool because it was blowing them all back because that was the thing. Orko didn't even think that He-Man, now tra- I mean, you know, now they transformed to He-Man Battle Cat. He figured he wouldn't even be able to maybe beat Hordak and Onmanasaur. So Orko used his magic just to stop the fight and have He-Man go through a portal and they went back to Eternia. So, you know, I thought that was kind of cool. It was different, but I was like, wow, Orko was actually trying to look out for him, make sure he's safe. So you never got to see an epic fight with them. Because Orko was concerned for, you know, He-Man in the long Of course he is, but I, I was just felt like that was just a way of, like, we, we've dragged the story on so much. I don't have time to, like, set up a big fight, so just have Orko concoct a... Because to have Manchester be conjured up at the very end, you got Battle Cat and he may get rid of charge at him. And then they go through a portal. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah, because we didn't get to see Manasaur do. Like, we know Manasaur can shoot out, like, a bunch of locusts or, like, insects. You know, and that's one of his attacks. I thought, oh, man, we're going to see something insane from Manasaur. And we didn't get to see that because you didn't – well, how many times did we really get to see Manasaur? It wasn't much when he popped up. I was like, you really didn't get much of him. We got a weird kind of version in Filmation, didn't we? It was a green version. Yeah, it was looked was... pretty cool. Which yeah, was in yeah. my favorite episode, Talent for Trouble. He's like, he loves it. But, yeah, I mean, I would have loved, of course, this one. But, yeah, it was a shame. It was like a little taste, a little tease of Manasaur. And then, son of a gun, you didn't get to see more of him in that. So, But no. I know he's a, a few times here and there. And I can't remember how many times he got to do his locust or bee or, or insect attack, like I said. Because it's it's not just him attacking as himself. He has, like, a special attack. So, but it would have been nice. It would have been nice. And also, um, oh, and I wanted to give a shout out to Delvis78, who's in the chat room. Thank you for joining us. Kendall Winks wanted to know about uh, where could find the Star Comics on eBay. Well, pretty much you can find them on eBay. You could read these also on He-Man.org. But mm-hmm. if you want physical copies, yes, you could try eBay. And as uh, who said right there, uh, Febmon said, check your local comic shop. You never know. Sometimes they have all the old issues. And you can get deals at times. Like sometimes just getting these individually you sometimes end up paying more individually. So check for a lot. Sometimes yeah. eBay might have a good stack of them or a super cheap price of somebody that just eh, maybe lists them a weird way. But just look up He-Man Comics, Masters of the Universe Comics. You know, there's a lot of multiple ways of doing it, but hopefully you find a good deal on there. 
Well, that and just so you know, the last two issues always go for a hefty price because they're two, the two most popular, two the most well written. So that's going to be the hardest thing for you to find. You will twelve and thirteen. You mean? Yeah, yes, twelve and thirteen. You will pay time. more for those. Yeah, and you and how often does well? It's not considered fourteen, but the movie comic, which is also a separate one. Oh yeah, that sometimes goes for a little bit of price, and it'll pop up here and there. But yeah. That's it's another one that's worth it. That movie comic definitely is a lot better than the cosmic key that we got for our mini comics. My yeah, God. and that's a shame too because I, I the cosmic key mini comic could have been good, but it clearly it was just something they probably just last minute we got to have something to throw with these movie figures. Five hey, pages, we have it done by or something. I couldn't even remember. I thought it was like five pages, five pages in there. Pages, I think. Oh, well, six, six pages. Yeah, done in the blink of an eye, it was just done and just such mediocre art unfortunately i don't know who the hell drew it i don't even know if it said who drew do you know did it say no no there's no credits for it there's no there's nothing there's no credit for the writer uh the the illustrator nothing i i really just think it was something thrown together very quickly as a pack-in for the three movie figures because they all came with that mini comic um i mean as a kid i thought it was great but you know i didn't know any better but uh god man it, it is i won't say it's the worst the worst because it it revolves around the movie characters like the worst the worst would probably go to to leech's mini comic by far uh, um the special one there That's yeah it. yeah that one the mantanas but the cosmic key i mean it would be down there at the bottom of the barrel though in terms yeah. of I also quality. noticed when i looked at my comics like you know the backs of them one had like you know like let's say what you consider you know cross sell art on the back mm -hmm. but the other had that it almost looked like uh, the card Art that was going to be used for the powers of Grayskull line. I almost thought. I swear that that had that that mouth or that light, that skull on the back of one of my Cosmic Key cover. I mean back covers. I'll have to look at them again. I might sound nuts, but I'm almost certain one of them had that on the back of it. Do you have any physical copies in front of you? Not in front. Of, I'm looking at the 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 Dark Horse release, and there are six pages in it. Um, and I don't have one men on card either. Damn, because all my. Yeah, they're away from me. Yeah, because my blade comes with the powers of Grayskull mini comic, oddly enough. Damn it, I, I'm almost certain. I know it sounds nuts, and maybe somebody in the chat room can back me up, but I know that, like I said, I could post a picture tomorrow, especially after I find my comics, but I'll take a picture of the backs of both of them, and one is just a cross-sell page, and the other has that kind of light out of the skull of a mouth that was on, like, Eldor's card front or what they're using for powers of Grayskull. Yeah, I'm post that, because I'm not familiar with what you're talking about. I'll do it. I just so I don't sound nuts, but I will. I will find that. And uh, Delta seventy eight for some reason said, uh, "Tell Tyler his ceiling is awesome." Okay, all right. My oh, ceiling. I, your ceiling? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, there. I guess. See, I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I, don't, I have no idea what he could be uh, unless he's talking about like the back over there or something like oh, that. Oh, maybe I, that's what he meant. Because I was like, "What is that?" Like a joke after when I dropped my thing last week, and you see my ceiling, you said. Oh, what great drywall or whatever! When I was losing my mind, uh, I, I don't week. think so. I don't. I don't think so. All right. Well, okay. well, what he if he gets if he wants to be more specific, let me know so I can at least know what he's talking about. He might, and also Penny did want to jump in and say, "Yep, that was the Cosmic Key one that had that." Good, Penny. I knew it wasn't nuts, but I still want to show a picture for Tyler. I'll get a side by side at, uh, to show him the backs of you know both of them that there was differences. So, because not many people remembered seeing that, I just always remember as a kid it used to fascinate me this weird back i said what in god's name is this back and then to find out only i think years later that's what i think would have been the eldor's skull from the card front so 
Eh, go figure. Go figure. Yeah, so, all right, well, that's that comic, which is great, but now we're going to do a little character profile on Fisto. I mean, this is a character which uh, later on, as we got into NYP, there was some, like, insinuating of things that a lot of people wouldn't really like or agree to, mm. which we'll get to, but we'll just start off with regular Fisto, and I don't know if you want to start off Tyler, toy, cartoon, however you were first introduced to him, but you can go ahead. Christmas 87. That was when I, I got him, Hordak, with Flash, Cobra Khan, and Spike Raw at the same time. And uh, Fisto made a great impression on me right out of the gate. I, I played with him religiously. Uh, came with Clash of Arms. So I, I was introduced to all the evil warriors that were in that many comics for the first time on Christmas 87. Did you reenact um, Whiplash beating the hell out of him at times? Or did you make Fisto be the winner this time? And beat pretty, much, uh, pretty much as a kid, like... I, I do remember Fisto being quite the uh, the powerhouse, uh, you know, and I, I never had Jitsu, Webster, or, or a, a Clawful as a kid, uh, not until elementary school. So those first early years, it was just, you know, who, just kind of whatever. And I just would wasn't actually reenacting Clash of Arms at all. It was just kind of like just wa reading it or looking at it religiously because, God, of all the many comics, I looked at that one the most. It, and it was awesome. I was going to say, not to interrupt you real quick, but Grimbot, Here's, like I said, issue three. And then if you look, you'll see the Garden of Evil. So, yes, it is this issue that is the Garden of Evil. He thought for a second that it was the one about the hate stones. But, uh, no, oh, I no, yeah, that that's just, later on. That's just, yeah. I think that's just the hate stones. I think. I'm not sure, but I thought. Yeah, it's true. called the hate stones. It's called the hate okay. stones. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. We'll get back to your fisto. But uh, I, I still to this day, I, I hold him up there right below He-Man in terms of, like, strength and, uh, like, Alpha, you know, him and Clamp Champ. Like, you got He Man, and then right below He Man, you got Clamp Champ and Fisto in terms of like being the most powerful men on Eternia. Um, that's how I've always looked at it. Uh, whether you like the episode, the games or not, that episode verifies, at least in the filmation canon, Fisto is the second strongest man on Eternia. Which, uh, when I saw them, like, wow, that's kind of what I've always felt, you know, even though the episode is atrocious. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry, Tyler. I wasn't interrupting you, but I guess again, everybody, you go right again. Ahead. But it was, I guess, what Dove was 78, and also uh, Nathan has joined in. He said somehow it looks like you're during the show. You started looking like you're going, showing more and more of your ceiling. I think that's what they meant. So, oh, so almost, there you go. That's better. Okay. Uh, it's it's yeah. It's okay. There. Thanks, guys. Go. Yeah, appreciate it. Gotcha. But no, but, I'll let um, you continue again. Oh yeah, I was talking about the games, but no, I I, I love the character Fisto. Um, I will I will say this, and we've touched on this before, and Joe has clarified this, and obviously it's still looming around, you know. And uh, I'll always do like my promotional pictures for whatever we're going to talk about, and gathering Fisto pictures up. There's still an abundance of of juvenile assholes who want to use the characters like as a sexual joke. And I just thought, oh my god, man! It just like all you got to do is search Fisto, and all these jerk-offs have found some way to to use Fisto in just inappropriate manners and depictions and stuff. And I just want to just strangle all those dickless morons for just thinking, oh, man, I'm so funny. Look what it I'm doing so here. Her, 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 her. And I've said it so many times. But God, kid, it pisses me off. No, it does, because, I mean, as a kid, it was something that never entered my mind. Because, as you know, we know the name gimmicks of Masters with... Characters being Ram Man, Merman, He-Man. Then you had Fisto, Orko, you know, we had Mosquito or Dragstore. There was always 
gimmicks to the name. So me, it was just a gimmick. He was the big guy. He had he was called Fisto, but he had a giant fist, and I always pitched him smashing and knocking people down and going through walls. But I know sometimes, like you said, not casual fans, but sometimes even fans who maybe slightly remember He-Man and then now as adults see Fisto and they do a quick joke about it. And it's like, but do you understand the name gimmick? Do you know the character? And, and we just said, like I said, some people will turn it into a sexual thing, which is something in my head. Never, it never entered my head about his name or any of their names. I've never looked at a single one of those characters thinking anything less of what they are and their gimmicks, you know, their powers, their abilities, anything and how they look. That's what their names always meant to me, you know? It was, uh, I just, I never got it. I never understood why that happens with some people, but some people get amusement in doing that, I guess. Yeah, and, but it worries me because you got people who don't remember too much about He-Man, and they go on a Google search or whatever, and they, they, they come across this stuff, you know, and they, so they find so many ways of, of treating Fisto like that. And God, I, oh, I just want to just beat the hell out of those morons. Not actually, a, literally, no, but... He's a badass you know, I mean, Or just take my, take my giant fist and just smack the you know smack the shit out of him yeah, because just... for me he was you know you're right he's always just been so damn powerful like i looked at he-man extendar clamp champ and fisto as being my foursome of like super powered characters but i love i love this damn gimmick and smashing through something and that's the same thing with jitsu with this big hand and him chopping and i used to love them like clanging and banging you know like when they'd be attacking with their gigantic you know hands and fists but it was always such a cool gimmick and it did have such a good punch. You know, you can't tell me. Yeah. You the, yeah. You, you know, you put the characters in front of you and you pull Fisto's fist back and boom, he would wallop, you know, your figure, knock them back, hammering something down. Such a cool gimmick. So yeah, I never took it any other way, but such a badass character from, you know, the toy to when he finally popped up in the cartoon with that kind of echoing voice. Oh, I loved, I loved his that. voice. Yeah. Like I love yeah. the echoing voice. Boy, that was badass when I saw that. It was. It was just. It was echoing and powerful and so memorable. You know. So I loved any time. You're right. When there were some of those characters that you know had as toys and were never in the cartoon, when they first showed up, you, you just lost your mind. Like, did this just happen? He just popped up in the cartoon. So I love when he first popped up. And and of course, when you know, fast forward just a little bit for MYP. But I mean, I love seeing him MYP. But I did not like that he already had this weird grotesque giant fist and then yeah, it was just. Ugh. Yeah, I just always liked just for whatever reason. You picture this guy armor himself up with this gigantic fist, but he has a big fist. Then he gets a new armored fist, and then he's related to Man at Arms, and then he might be Tila's dad or some mm. crap. What's going on? I was like, well, there's just too much going on that's confusing me. What's going on with this? I wouldn't have wanted him being Tila's dad if that's what they're insinuating. Was that ever confirmation, or was this just thoughts of fans that were in the grapevine? I want to say I think that was going to be canon. Um, was not not concrete, but a lot of, a lot of that stuff that they were implying and you know would get leaked out on on He-Man and Org back when the show was um, going, and then after it had been canceled, so you'd find information like Clamchamp was going to show up in season three and stuff like that. So I think that is where they were going with it, um, which I, I was completely opposed to. I didn't like Fisto's depiction at all. I didn't like making him at Man Arms Brothers, and I didn't like implying he was Tila's father. I thought it was lazy writing. I thought this is not shocking. It's not cool to make everyone related like this. It serves no purpose. It's not enhancing the story or or adding extra depth to these characters because to me they don't need extra depth. Like what they are, what they can do, 
and how they're depicted doing it, that's the depth that I want to see. I don't I don't need to know what kind of inner turmoils Festus is going through. What makes him go hang out the tavern and drink his sorrows away? I don't care about that kind of stuff. You know, I want to see this guy come in and kick everyone's ass. And um, yeah. I didn't like his voice. I didn't like that at all. Um, and it's it's I recognize the voice. I've heard it in making cartoons. But I just I just thought it was just poorly done. I mean, the figure looked great, and the overall with design us. of Fisto looked great. Yeah, uh, I just with, I, with I, I the hated the piece and all that, but yeah, which I liked. But no, I just absolutely hated the whole backstory, the possibilities of what was going to happen. That stupid gigantic hand. It's like, okay, so if Jitsu would have showed up in the next season, would he have been having a regular gigantic hand that eventually then would have got cybernetic or something? It's just, and even though, well, in filmation as Chopper, that is just a big hand he has, isn't it? That yeah, isn't it's just it. just a big hand. Which I'm sure at that point, that's probably what they were going for, as opposed to having his hand moved and replaced with a, a, a golden hand chop. Um, which, yeah, it, it makes no sense to draw Fisto with one l- grotesquely large right hand. And not, it's not acknowledged. It's just drawn there. It's just so... <laughs> as if, like, us adult fans are like, oh, gee, I guess that's how he gets his big hand. You know, I mean, it wasn't like, just... Like, we're just meat with eyes. It didn't work. I didn't like it. And also, we, we reflect back to the toy itself, the vintage toy. You know, I just... Pictured, you know, the big fist. And then, of course, we've seen in some of the uh, books. And I can't remember because I don't have the eidetic memory like you do. But I can't remember from Filmation he ever animated his hand. But in the books, some of the storybooks, his hand would actually open, which I always found weird. I was like, oh, that looks weird seeing the hand open. I just always pictured he just, yes, he had a fist that was just like this. And he would just crush. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much like that. I don't recall, like, in Fist as far as Shadow of the Skeletor, uh, the games, uh I don't. I don't recall the fist being animated. I think it was just one solid fist because that's what you kind of expected to be. Like, either it's been like welded onto an average hand, or what I always think is better. He lost his hand, and this is the replacement. Much like with Jitsu, which links those two characters together. So, um, no, it was never animated. I don't think it would need to be animated because I always like to think of that. That's a solid piece of metal yeah. that's attached so, to his yeah, body. Because anytime I seen it open, it was. Uh... I just thought it was weird. I mean, I don't know if it was uh, Demons of the Deep or, damn it, I can't remember the story, but there was one of those, uh, you know. Yeah, Jitsu's in that story, too. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) wouldn't that be weird? But I think it's. No, no, he is in that story. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, it it was heroic. You're running all over the place. I'm just trying to tie it back to what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'm like, no, no, Joe, he is in that story. Oh, oh. Well, good because I was going to say because that was uh, that was one of the new champions books, mm-hmm. you know, from Golden, and yep. yeah, when it was just open, it was just so odd, and and I know it was others. And Grimbot said he's going to check right now because Grimbot thought he remembered seeing the animate in filmation, but he said he's going to check. It might have been, but I I I don't I don't I haven't watched Fistus Force that many times because I remember I wasn't too impressed with the episode when I first saw it. And it actually took me took me a couple of viewings to actually like it more but shadow skeletor or not shadows uh, to save skeletor the games i don't recall the fist being anime i think it's just a solid a solid fist um i'll have to ask grim about which one because he said they did so he'll have to let us know what, ep- what it, which episode they did so i just yeah myself you know me there ain't no Rare, way i'm gonna rarest gift of all he makes a brief cameo in that and he's he's breaking rocks so i'm pretty sure it wasn't that episode either Oh, okay. Well, he will yeah. probably eventually pop up with, but no, Fisto has always just been like, like you said, 
considered for me one of the heroic warriors that's super strong with He-Man. For me, my number two, it's just how we all have our different opinions, but it was just always Extendar. When I seen his origin and his comic, and then when I held that figure, and he was so massive and how he claims to be, I am Extendar, the Tower of Power, when he proclaims it, the power he gets. I was like, this is one strong dude, and he doubles and triples in size. And But before Extendar, yeah, it was it was always Fisto. Fisto was right there with He-Man. But then here came Clamp Champ, too. I was like, these are my four that are always together for power. And then I had the others that would be doing the stuff for shooting, like Rio Blast up at a power, you know, using to attack and Snout Spout shooting. But those became my my four power guys, were He-Man, Extendar, and Clamp Champ, along with Fisto. Was, would that be your Survivor Series tag team? Well, well, I like going back to the teams of five, strive to survive. So I'd have to throw a fifth person in there. So if I was to throw a fifth one, I got to throw Ram Man. And I like the Ram Man that looks like, not just from the cross-sell back art, but maybe let's let's get that Ram Man that how he looked in his comic. Because I, I don't want to go with anything too oafy. I hate that they had to turn Ram Man into, for some reason, an oaf for a goof. Or he can't talk like his common sense. But at least it looked like he had pretty much common sense. He was a warrior in, you know, his mini comic. So... Maybe that Ram Man. But either way, Ram Man, however you want. He looks like he's somebody that could just beat the piss out of somebody and go smash it through people. Whatever version. Even Oaf ones. I I, I wouldn't argue that one. Uh, that, even that, even that. from MYP. I mean, he was a big monster uh, in MYP. He was a big boy. So information but... at Ram Man. I liked, I liked him being short and you know, kind of the the, the dwarf size Ram Man, but very lovable, but, but very action. And I love John Irwin's voice. The NYP is, even though they're trying to do the, duh, you ain't got no rod, Rammy. Do you feel like they were yeah. trying to juggernaut thing with him? Did you feel like they were trying some juggernaut vibe with a big Ram Man, the way they were doing no, that? No, I, I didn't think so, because juggernaut's intelligent. You know, that Ram Man wasn't. Oh. He comes off as, as just, you know, just the, the big oaf that runs into stuff and, and just headbutt stuff, not doesn't have the spring-loaded legs to, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, I mean, he does have spring loaded legs and stuff like that. But I, I just, I just didn't like NYP's Ram Man at all. I mean, it was passable for the day, but looking back at it, it doesn't hold a candle to Formation's interpretation of the character. Because everyone else, you know, to have a much small, I, I, we won't get into that. We'll discuss that another Which time. was even different with his legs. Like I said, sometimes you'd actually see the springy coils of it in the yeah. cartoon, and at other times you didn't see that. I thought that was kind of interesting, the way they'd animate yeah. his spring legs. But, and I like that. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was. I, I really always wanted, though, the, the cross-sell, the art on the back, which we did get that for classics, so I will commend them on that. That is one imposing monster of a figure, the classics version. But yes, I still would... Yes, and I, but I would love to see the cartoon filmation look in figure form. That would be cool. Oh. Cause, yeah, because the vintage Ram Man, I told you before, and I know many disagree with me, but he was a letdown. His look, when I seen him compared to what he looked like on the back, and then I got the figure, I was myself quite let down with the vintage Ram Man figure, but I love that damn classics one. Love that figure. I loved it all. Yeah. Oh, and Kevin Sharp just jumped in and said, by the way, thanks for the link in the description. So, there you go. All right. All Keep right. Going. I'm glad he saw it. Yes, that was something that uh, me and Nathan talked about, Kevin. We want, always want to make sure we, we push the hell out of your art there, bud. All right. It, oh, no, he popped up even earlier. He says, what's up, you beautiful bastards? So, hey, there you go. Uh, I just uh, that. What, what an intro. 
<laughs> All right, and uh, Grimbot said it was the game. Says he falls off the log when he picks up a rock. So oh, okay, yes, I I remember that now. Okay, yeah, but most people they're in agreement. They were saying the same thing. They would just like to see a solid fist. But Fisto, awesome ass character. Like I said, needs proper respect and not mockery. Yeah, none none of this this homoerotic bullshit they keep de- depicting Fisto in because it's it's not it's not being it's not it's not doing favors for the gay lesbian community you're just doing it as a joke you know and that's that's why i'm like it's it's depicting the character in a a manner that's inappropriate it's not right and you're just you're just trying to be funny about it so it's it's um i i don't know i don't like it all i can't stand it and joe joe did something on facebook a while back where someone had altered the 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 dialogue from Clash of Arms. Some people thought it was real. Yeah, which to me, I just I just would love to you know, just smash their head clean out of their ass for even thinking such a thing. Yeah, and, and they um, did. It was it was unfortunate. You're right. I tried to just show them the actual panel, and then there were some people that got mad at me about that. I was like, well, I'm just trying to show you the actual panel. I'm just trying to say what you're reading wasn't real because many people were saying. I was getting messages. Like I told you, I was getting bombarded with messages and people seeing the posts on my wall of that picture over and over. And they kept saying, Joe, was that really sick? Joe, was that really sick? Is that in the the comic? And I was like, no, it wasn't. I said, here's the actual one. I did a side by side. But yeah, that, that's the thing. Some of these God. things that people do as jokes sometimes can get interpreted as real because then people were saying, wow, I didn't know that He-Man did sexualized stuff like that in the comic. I thought they just kept it adventure and didn't bring any what? sex into God, the comic. I, it just, so I would just love to call out this people. Like, what the hell are you thinking? Yeah, because that's what Why I told Why would her. you think that? Yeah, and they did. It was unfortunate. I was like, no, you guys know that didn't happen. There wasn't any references of sex in the mini comics or cartoon that – they didn't talk dirty. You're not going to talk dirty in a cartoon for kids. You're not going to say anything. You didn't hear He-Man talking about, I'm going to bone Tila. That never happened. It's like, you guys should have known that. No, he didn't talk about, I'm going to fist somebody. It's like, of course he didn't say that. But I had No, to just some dip shit sitting at his computer with too much time on his hands and think, hey, 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 boy, uh, look look what I did here. Oh, fist in the ass. Aren't I clever? Oh, man, I'm going to be on the SNL writing skits. <laughs> and out of all things, to mock Fisto's best performance in Clash of Arms, out of all things from that mini comic, that is that his highlight, that is his shining moment for Fisto is in that mini comic, and out of all ones, that's the one that got the mocking page. It's like son of a gun. This is the one I don't want to hear any nonsense for. That is his. If you guys haven't read it, just in case, if you've never read Clash of Arms, please go ahead check that out on Heman.org or get the Dark Horse book or get the mini comic. You have to read it. It's. It's one of the best ones. It's all him. It is the best one. It is the best mini comic. Hands down, man. He-Man pops up at the end for a quick brief moment to show up on Strider with a gun. So it's not even, it's not a He-Man based comic. It is Fisto and he is battling a lot of evil warriors. And he's, uh, he's holding his own. Whiplash gets the best of them at some point, but Fisto was still, he was beating the piss out of people. He's tired. You're only human. You know, you can't maybe hold on. He's running the gauntlet. You know, he he takes on all four of them at once with Strider and gets overwhelmed and Clawful Jitsu Whiplash, you know it's oh god, it's a work of art. It really is. It is. Um, it is definitely is. But like, I was uh, gonna say we covered basically all the questions in the chat room. You guys kind of did it early to us. I think we did an early version of that. I mean, uh, I'm gonna pass it to Tyler anyways if uh, he has anything he wants to recommend or say anything before we close. But if you had maybe just a couple questions right here at the end, we could get a couple more. But yeah, we definitely got you guys earlier, which we appreciate. It was fun doing it early, I guess. But next week, we could just dedicate the whole episode to you yeah. guys. All questions. Anything you want, 
man, we'll just hit it. We'll go back and forth with you guys for the whole hour and a half. Yeah. So be thinking about spread the word. If you're listening to this now and you're not in the chat room, if you can send it to show up. Um, you know, or if you absolutely have something you want us to ask, but you can't join us, message Joe, message me, message Nathan. You know, let us know and um, you know get the question to us. But this is we'll, we'll push it more towards people in the chat room because we've got it right there on the spot. But if you absolutely want something asked and you can't make it, send it to us and we'll we'll address it on the podcast as well. So, most definitely. Um, yeah, but did you have any uh, people you want to recommend? Any things, places, anything like that coming up? Recommend the art of Kevin Sharp. Check out his work on Facebook. He does beautiful He-Man and Thundercat work. Does Kick-Ass Joe artwork. Um, check out Axel Jimenez's artwork. Uh, PowerCon is next weekend. If you are still on the fence about going and you find yourself in the area, get your ass to PowerCon. Find out what's going to be revealed from Super Seven. Are we going to get Azrock and Sparja? I want you to be there to find out since I can't. Um, uh, see, check out Joe Amato's Customs. If you like what me and Joe have to say every week, check out Beyond Retro Podcast, where we talk movies and and uh, yeah, TV shows of the eighties and, and the nineties. And like recently, we did the Jaws sequels. So if you like the Jaws films and you like the sequels, or you hate them, whatever. We do a long, lengthy discussion about all three Jaws sequels. We do capes and commentaries where we talk about uh, uh, superhero cartoons and action cartoons of the 80s and 90s. Our friend Penny Dreadful has joined us for uh, the Joker's favor. We'll have her back for the 89 film. So if you like that stuff, we, we got a lot of content. So if, if fans of power is not enough, we got more for you. And all that's available on the Beyond Retro uh, YouTube channel, the Fans of Power YouTube channel, uh, iTunes. All of it, everything's available under Pop Culture Network, Podbean. Everything's available on Podbean. Just search the names of all those podcasts so you, you can take us on the go at home. You're not confined to YouTube. You can you can keep us in your ears at all times. That's beautiful, man. Isn't it? And I, I just, I just, it was all improv right there. No cue cards. It was all from the heart. He, he's so good at it. Sorry for interrupting, but I just, when he did that, I'm like, you know what? I got to throw a clerk's reference in there. That's beautiful. <laughs> I know. And I picked up on it immediately. <laughs> yeah, every time, and every time he says, get your ass to PowerCon, I keep thinking of uh, Total Recall. Get, get your ass to Mars. Is that what you're referencing when you do that? When you say, get your ass to PowerCon. Is that what you're trying to do? Or is that just a coincidence? What are you talking about, Joe? Me, me tro- quoting an Arnold movie? Are you out of your mind? He's like, that never happens. What the hell are you talking about? But, uh, oh, Jesus. All right. But yes, again, yes. Make sure you get the PowerCon if you can, because that's going to be happening this next coming weekend or whatever, the coming weekend, the 24th, 5th, 6th, or whatever it is. I'm sure hopefully Penny will correct me there. And she's like, yes, Adrog and Spider, two pack of classics would be awesome. Yes, it would be. And uh, Damn right, see- it would be. I love that support. All right. Let me see if there was any, because I asked if there was any questions. I just want to see real quick. Um, uh, so. Oh, Zentron. Well, here's Zentron's movie quote. Death is a primitive concept. I prefer to think of them as battling evil in another dimension. Sounds like a like a sci-fi movie. Um, well, of course, another dimension, you'd say. But... God, I'm picturing a last star... No, I was thinking of the last starfighter, but I don't... Damn it, I don't know. Do you know Tyler? Because it's... Damn it, I thought that was... No, nice. he's always quoting... Other than Friday the 13th Party, he's quoting movies that are just, you know... When explorers. You know Everybody should know the Explorers. I'm like, I don't know the Explorers. I've never seen the Explorers. And I should Rocky have known five. the Explorers. I'm, like, I'm proud to know I've never seen all of Rocky Five. He thinks yeah. he's trying to one-up me. 
But you know what? Yeah. He ain't gonna steal my thunder. <laughs> yeah, I should have known those explorers, but I don't know. He'll have to let me know. If it... I was thinking last Starfighter, but for some reason, I'm not sure. But uh, let's see if there's a question. Uh, Fedmon Kid Stuff did audio for Kevin's Fear and the Thief of Castle Grayskull did both tapes. And... Okay. Um, or maybe there wasn't questions. So like I said, I asked uh, everybody to do them earlier, so I think they pretty much did. So there you go. Have a all bunch right. prepared for next week, though, guys. It's devoted to you. So if you want yeah, all a of lot you. of questions, have a few written down so that way you don't forget. And and uh, with the most of the episode, and I have a lot of uh, crickets and dry air. Exactly, because like I said, we're as we always do. It's always it's just live. It's raw. It's real. So you just hit us live with it. You don't have to post them anywhere else. I don't even. I don't, I don't want to be prepared. Yeah, just yeah. We will us. not be prepped for, and that's what makes it more fun. So if you ask something inappropriate, we will answer it on the podcast. Like if you say, you know, uh, hell, I can't think of anything at all. But oh, some, that's something okay. that, uh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and yeah, JSP well, well, did say. The 25th and 26th is PowerCon, so thank you, JSP, for that. There you and, go. Uh, Sorry, Val. <laughs> well, I was close. I said 24th, 5th, and 6th. I, I, I don't know if I had an extra day, but well, I had two of the days right, so I was right. Um, Zentron said, uh, oh, it was the last Starfighter. Okay. I thought it seemed I have familiar. seen the last Starfighter, but I don't have that memorized. I haven't seen it enough. Yeah, to, that was to a fun movie. I always so. wish I could do that with how I play games, but uh, all right. I think that was... Oh, so, oh, so Nathan's not going to give you shit for... Wanted to actually re reenact the last Starfighter that uh, you play in a game, and they come down to take you up to outer space. But because I want to pick up chicks for beating X Men or superstars <laughs> or something, yeah. what an idiot! I've been over here just laughing on the other end of this microphone. There you go. I, well, <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't have muted it, but yeah. Well, that's <laughs> fine. That's showing his video game thing. Yes. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Beam him up to Mars. That's right, but um, no. But JSP said, uh, if possible, he'll try to give some, uh, give us some insight on PowerCon. So we appreciate that, JSP. That would yes. be kind of we appreciate that very much. Absolutely. But, all right. Well, let me just say, uh, well, again, you guys, you know, of course, we appreciate having you here. We love having you here each week. Can't wait to have you here next week. For it's all you. It's gonna be all about you. And for anybody new to this, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe down here. Hit the like. Hit share. Ring that bell so you can be notified anytime we go live. We got something new going on. And uh, again, it was great having you. So until next time, have a powerful day. Now, you really think this Boy, Sh Boy Scout bullshit is going to work? That's it? That's it. Do you really think this Boy Scout bullshit is going to work? Oh, God. Oh, man, I hope. Oh, I'm going to be so pissed if it's a movie I should know. It's a good that you was a real fan. I'm going to say it to you anyway because you're all Unless it's a Friday thirteenth part five or well, something like that. Well, the other expert in the chat room who usually knows it, it was backed up first JSP and now Zentron said it. Predator. Yeah, I, I figured that was gonna get pretty easy. I guess I could have thrown out Well, that's how it's gonna be. Forget it, Beck. Just forget, just forget it. it. I just wanna let you you really out of line. That was Joey, that was me. Ain't okay. I heard my name at Friday thirteenth part five. I was like, Hey, you're saying Joey, because out when they always And then you got an axe in the back. And the poor guy got an axe in the back. Oh, man, he was just wanting to share a chocolate bar. Damn, he had a lot of them, too. We had them everywhere. It was just like me. I love candy. But, uh, yeah, you're welcome, O2 fan number one. He said, thanks, guys. So it was good. So see you next week. <laughs>